Yeah. We were young chaps, man, the last time this city saw any sort of series win. It's been a long damn time, man. So I got to say, it's nice. I started getting superstitious in the plane a little bit. Mm, I got yeah. my, I got to ask you, man, are you superstitious at all? Do you got a little formula at all sometimes? I used to be full of superstitions, you know, going to the bathroom at a certain time during the game, you know, where, where am I sitting? Did I have socks on during the game? I used to be like that, 100%. I think, I think because the team has sucked for a long time, and as I've gotten older and just more boring, yes, more boring, those things kind of mm. just disappeared. Maybe you'll get superstitious with me in the first round, man. Mm. So you got to crack a fresh beer at the beginning of every period, okay? Well, I've been telling the people, though. Or a fresh beverage. We'll go with a fresh beverage if you don't no, want to drink. green tea after the first. Green tea it's after the first, It's worked a couple okay. times, bro. The, okay. last, the right. last couple See, you dubs, are superstitious. There you, you go. Yeah, there you go. Come on. Green tea after the first, and that, you'll be fine. And three beers. <laughs> crack fresh beer at the beginning of every period okay that's that's my superstition okay let's get to it playoff hockey baby holy shit let's go silky and filthy Welcome all you silky studs to another episode of Silky and Filthy here on the Nux Misconduct Network. I'm Trevor Beggs. He is Kyle Bowen. And Kyle, this is the first episode we're doing together yep. oh. with the Canucks officially in the playoffs. Holy shit, That's how dude, fucking long it's been. Are you serious, And I know Silky and Filthy, we go over the whole NHL. We're going to go rank watchability in each series. Two idiots making predictions. But Kyle, it's been so fucking long since the Canucks were actually in the playoffs, man. You got the applause going or something? Like I don't come got on. the applause, oh but I got this. You got something? Come on. Do you remember this? I do remember this. Yeah, the this old is, beat. This is the old beat. Yeah. Damn, bro. That's how we feeling. That's how we live. And what you just said blew my mind. It, it's been that long, and we've never done this together with this type of moment. It really hasn't been like that. It's been a lot of fire this person, fire that person. What's going on? I hate this team. Fuck sports. Tell me when the GM is fired. I'll, I'll start watching again. It, it went through all those yeah. those things. And I, I didn't think those things could not happen before we could feel like this again. And you know what, man? I, you you got to think about how crazy this market is too, right? And and credit to all, like, think of us. Like, we started doing this podcast, you know, a couple years ago. Yeah. And we've been waiting for an opportunity like this. And mm -hmm. you look at how many other podcasts have exploded and how many people are so invested in this team. They haven't played a playoff game in five years. And everyone's crazy about this team still. Team here still in Vancouver, so uh, it's a crazy culture here, and, and it's fun to be doing it, man. I'm just so excited hockey's back, you know. You oh, see 100%. that spring in my step, mm, bro. I see the spring in your step. You, be, but you, you like that though, bro. You've been smiling. You smile more than anyone. Yeah, that's but true. But we're that's gonna true. find out tomorrow in the four games that the city's team has played. And once again, this is silky and filthy. You're home for puck talk and bullshit, not just Canuck talk, but hey, hey, straight up. West Coast, best coast. And right now, the West Coast is feeling like the, the West Coast. Yo, so you did have the applause button. Well, I didn't have it set up then. Oh, uh, you know? uh, okay. Oh, wow, you did that on the fly? Yo, you're impressive. Hey, bro. You go, man. Come on, man. Nux Misconic wow. Network. Yeah, Kyle, hey, yo, we're, we're That should be man. the you're new working. slogan. You know, it, 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 used to be, it used to be give it a swipe, give it a tap. Boom, bam. You just made your hockey life a little bit better. How about that? Get the Nux Misconic Network. It's impressive. 
Yeah, Nick Bondi, doing a great job, man. He's the MVP of the Next Misconduct Network. Blake Price that, from right? TSN on the episode. You know, I've been getting some good baby advice, man. I still think J-Pat's advice is kind of hilarious. Basically, that kids are durable. It's like, ah, just, you know, they'll, they'll figure it out. Yo, there was a cool J-Pat story, and this was a conversation that was off the record, but if Nick Bondi, you know, gets mad at me for, for telling you this story, he, he knows where I am, you know? He's mad. He wants to fight. We'll fight. It's all good. Deservingly so, right? Well, he, we'll he, all be back in the studio tomorrow. He, he can we'll get, film it. He can get mad content. at this. But he told me a story about how J-Pat, J-Pat messaged him and gave him some advice about making the conversation shorter. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. whether he's right or wrong, it doesn't matter. The fact that somebody else in the market who's somewhere near the top is just giving advice, you know, yeah. on, a, on someone else that could quite possibly, let's be real, there's not a lot of jobs out there. You never know. You yeah. never know. He's a competitor, yet he, he's doing that. J-Pat is an incredible ambassador. Yeah, I think you heard the city of Vancouver, and I think you heard his story on the show too about how he how we got into this business. You know, he's he's grateful for opportunities, and he sees that in other people too. That's why him and Botchford are you know legends in this market because they've always supported that younger generation. So yeah, it's you know, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful guys. thing. Can can we give them? Can we give them a round of applause? Straight yeah, up. They, straight they up, deserve man. to see playoff hockey. Those straight guys up the deserve city. to see playoff hockey. The city, J-Pat. Thanks again. Rest in peace, Bodge. Rest in peace, Bodge. Hey, just love to the city, man. Love yeah. to the city of Vancouver. Yeah, straight up, man. Straight up. Okay, here's we're going to talk about Vancouver pretty damn soon here on Silicon Philly. But here's how kind of how I wanted to go through the first round series as we kind of do some predictions. Uh, is rank the watchability of each series. Basically, the series from most entertaining, craziest series to, you know, the least compelling. We're going to start right at the top, baby, because, okay. you know, okay. get right into it, get stoked. And it's a great segue to what happened today because we're recording this Wednesday night during the Vegas Golden Knights Chicago Blackhawks game right after that 5 OT game. And I actually had going in before that game started Tampa Bay and Columbus as my number one series to watch in this round. And I think the storyline is so damn compelling between those two teams, you know? And I think everyone wants to see if Tampa can get it done. Like, it would be another monumental collapse. Like that, they'll, They're going to blow up that team, guaranteed, I think, if they blow it to Columbus. Yo, that's that's a that's an interesting point. And, and we've seen it already being discussed with teams that have been eliminated, uh, most notably the Toronto Maple Leafs. But, but I thought this was 2020, you know? I thought this was, this is bizarre. Let, let's... Let's see what's going to happen, but we we really can't do a full blown assessment based on the scenario, can't we? You know what I'm saying? This is this is weird, bro. You could put the theories together, you could assume a lot of things, but don't you think there's some there's some grievance there to be had because this is kind of fucked up, bro. How much how much weight can a loss really really hold here? Yeah, yeah, I think I might think about that differently for for the cap reasons as well. You know, I think the cap's gonna be so tight, it's gonna be hard to blow up your team because most teams are gonna be stuck making moves. But I do think this is different because it is Tampa Bay and Columbus. Like, that was one of the worst collapses in NHL history. And if they lose to the Blue Jackets again, it would be it would be almost just as bad because you're losing the same team twice. You know, it, it, even if Tampa plays hard and they lose, like, that's still a huge loss. You know, can, the, can that team psyche get past that, you know? And that's why even in this series, it doesn't look good now, but I, I got to go with my honest prediction before the game started. I had Columbus in six. Columbus in six, eh? Columbus in six. That's a lot of periods, man. They, <laughs> Honestly, by the time they get to six, they've already played seven. I know, right? And looking at this prediction now is that, you, yeah, Columbus played three games in four nights before this series, and now they just fin finished playing two and a half fucking games there's, uh, in one night. There, there's nothing else to be done there, right? We're talking about a, an overtime that went to five extra periods, and now a game had to be moved. 
an extra day and there's going to be people out there saying that it has to be three on three and it has to end quicker because this is boring what type of product is there blah 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 it's It's history it's part of the game it's the fucking playoffs man. yeah man it's the playoffs it is what it is at that point and obviously there's going to be critics because again that's a long time a long long time for a lot of people but it, it may happen in these scenarios playoff hockey yeah it's playoff hockey exactly you got to keep the tradition I, I shouldn't say that like fuck fuck tradition sometimes sometimes traditions are dumb yeah but this one man like let's let them play it out let them play the fucking game i know it, it gets tired it gets sloppy the hockey doesn't get better i see that side of it but you'll let them play this is the playoffs you got to make your legacy somehow someone's got to step up and be that hero no 100 100 and and who was the hero today was it was it Braden, Braden point? point two goals on the night <laughs> best best part of the game was the uh, post game interview with Braden Point where it's like uh, so, so are, are you guys tired after all that how tired are you just like wow and he's like trying to answer the question and be modest about it but he's just going like yeah but why is he being so modest about it just just tell the tell the dude do, do the listeners a favor yeah that's hard have you ever skated around the ice and been part of a game that in action was what close to what are, what are we talking about there 150 minutes yeah, yeah it, was, it was crazy, man. That's a, yeah, it's crazy, dude. That's uh, he's obviously not playing that that many minutes, but he probably probably played like forty five minutes of, or maybe more, bro. We're talking about two fucking games. This guy played probably sixty minutes, man. Yeah, I mean, well, let's, why don't we talk about some of the records on the night? Okay, Damn. so Seth Jones hit sixty five minutes, just oh, no, cracked okay. the sixty five minute mark, and it's the most ice time ever played in an NHL game. He uh, passes Sergey Zubov. Who hit that mark in 2003 during the conference final mighty ducks in dallas Damn. Um, and that was also where uh, this uh, game ended up on the most uh, or the wow i completely butchered that eh hey it is what it is the the most played games all no the most uh, <laughs> my guys fucking the longest up, games man. of my all fuck, time they're my fourth guys and, fucking up man they're... my guys fucking up hey you know what hey there's a I got so into it, I forgot what I was saying. If J-Pad is giving the people advice, then then Kyle Bowen and Trevor Beggs have to give the people advice. You know, I think I think podcasters in general should should really practice the one take. No, I and, agree. And a good way yeah. to do that is being able to roll off mistakes and just being able to improvise off of it. And I'm not going to lie, you were unsuccessful there. <laughs> but I wasn't. I pressed the button. We switched things up. Yo, go live. Go live. Yeah, producer Kyle, you're saving me here, man. Go but live, man. It was the fourth longest game of all time is what I was trying to say. It passed that Dallas-Anaheim game from 2003. And, yo, what a fucking weird way to start the playoffs, man. This is so 2020. This is 2020 to the fucking max, man. It really and is. And I don't know. I don't. Feel, obviously, I don't feel great about my Columbus pick now, but, you know, that was my pick at the beginning. Wait, and I do think there's it? something – there's a big mental hurdle Tampa has to get over. And I think a loss in overtime tonight – really would have set them back i do think they really needed this first win yeah it's um yeah it's it's to the players and to the 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 coaches and the management it's still so real it's still so real yet it's still hard for me to to associate a a full-blown blow-up if your team doesn't get the job done because it's 2020 it's it's ironic how i can think both ways about it gotta come to an answer does this really matter that much where people are going to lose jobs because you didn't get the job done in this weird ass format your job has never been done this way i think the argument too is that you know the hockey is still it's still the same Mm -hmm. product on the ice you know when fans are in the stands they're still playing the same game it's like how different is it really in fact the intensity 
looks ratcheted up because no one's played in a while. So, and who knows what it looks like in two months. Maybe things get weird down the yeah, road, man. but right now, yeah, I think the hockey is fucking incredible. Yeah. No, it's, bro, the round robin stuff, I thought it was boring for the most part. I, there, were, there were games there. A lot of the Colorado games, ironically, one of the, be- the most exciting teams in the league were, were still good games. Yeah. But they still just didn't feel like playoff games, which is cool because they weren't. They weren't even series or playing games, you know? Once it really gets going, I wonder if those teams that came from came from a play-in series against a, a round-robin opponent, I wonder if they do have an advantage there. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of thought that as well, right? And we'll talk about that with the Canucks and Blues on this list too because that's one of those series where Canucks three wins in a row, Blues haven't looked good at all in the round-robin. So uh, you wonder where they're going to finish up. But uh, I, I got one other series actually that I'm a little bit more, I, I rank above on the watchability list for the average fan. Um, and it's the Bruins in Carolina, the game that got postponed. I Ooh. think that is another crazy matchup where you have the Bruins who swept Carolina last year, but I think the Canes have a huge advantage this year. And actually, you know, I thought the Canucks first, but this is the same situation, right? Carolina, three straight wins, looked absolutely dominant against the Rangers team that I picked. So I was wrong on that one. You were right on yep. that pick, Kyle. So uh, kudos to you. I By the way, you. I beat you. Yeah, you were four and eight, and I was three yep, and eight. Yeah, I so, beat you. I beat you. Um, Shout out, Findus. I was three for four in the West. So, you know, West West is the best coast, okay? Hey. I, I know the West pretty well. Uh, 0 for four in the East, though. But, you know, that's just the fucking East. That's so. okay, man. Just the yeah. East. And I'm, I'm really surprised that this program, the f- the first program on the Nux Misconduct Network, the OG program, who's who's been famous, quote-unquote famous, for sticking to the West Coast because it's the best coast, and fuck the East. And now we're starting with the East. You yeah. gotta speed through these. Like, don't give these guys that much time. Okay. <laughs> Carolina Boston, phenomenal matchup. Phenomenal, right? Yeah, it's a great. And, and there's expectations on both these teams. Yeah. They are favorites. They 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 both could go to the Stanley Cup final. Yeah, no, definitely. I, I totally agree. And I think Carolina would be a sexy pick to go to the cup final right now because the one thing that you question is their goaltending, but both goalies look fantastic in, in the play in and you know, why not trust one of those guys? Why not, why not trust one of those guys to get hot? I mean, who the fuck knows what's going to happen? But Yeah, shout out Carolina. I think that top, their, their top three players too with Teravine and Aho and uh, Sveshnikov, like they are just, like Sveshnikov's on another level, dude. For like 19 years old, this guy is crazy, man. He's actually such a fucking dominant player when he like turns it on. Oh yeah, 100%. He just, he just has that, that star power about him. And, you know, we mentioned him before. And I'll be honest, honest person, Kyle Bowen, we don't lie here. Don't watch a lot of Carolina Hurricanes games. You can't really take this opinion too strong about Seveshnikov. But if, if he's going to try the lacrosse goal twice, you know, come on, man. And, and do it twice, you know what I'm saying? Yo, but he's got balls, man. That's the guy that Yo, fought Ovechkin in the first round last that's year, That's remarkable. Too. We talked about the fight with, uh, yeah, Ovechkin as well. He just has balls, and look what he did this year. Look what he did. Yeah, he was incredible. He was incredible. And he All was season great long. in those three games against the Rangers. Oh, bro, that line fantastic. was dominant. That, that line may be the best line in hockey right yeah. now. Yeah, I, I think the Carolina Hurricanes are rolling right now. I think the Bruins, I don't know, they look a little old and slow to me early on. Maybe it doesn't mean anything, but I think this Carolina Hurricane team is hungry. They're ready to pounce. I actually have Canes in five in this series. You know what? I, I'm going to say... I'm going to say Canes in seven, and I didn't even tell you about my prediction for Columbus-Tampa. You didn't. I was going to get back to you I'll go one. Tampa in five. Yeah, yeah, fair enough, man. You got the got that one game advantage. We'll see how it goes. I don't think the Blue Jackets are winning hey, four and hey, five now. One game advantage, but you it know. is what it is. Who told you to say say it early? Okay. Yeah, I'm honestly, smart. I I would be completely. I wouldn't be surprised if I went zero for four in the East again. To be honest with you, I feel confident in the West, but the East, I got no confidence, man. No confidence at all. 
Uh, number three on this list, though, even for the average fan, especially here in Vancouver, obviously is number one. Vancouver and St. Louis. Vancouver with their first playoff appearance in five years. And I honestly just think the Canucks are a fucking fun team to watch. Like, they're one of those teams that I watch right now with Elias Pettersson, Brock Besser, Quinn Hughes. Yo, there's, there is no one like Quinn Hughes, okay? There was yeah. no one in the NHL like Quinn Hughes. If you are not a Canucks fan and you've not watched a lot of Quinn Hughes, go fucking watch Quinn oh, Hughes Oh, 100%. Play 100%. It, it, this is a, a real good time for those who have the time to really catch up on actually watching these stars in the league. And when I when I mean that, or, or say that, I'm sorry, I'm talking about watching the games. Again, not the highlights. I'm guilty of this. I don't have the the, the time to do so. I wish I did. Hey, that's why I'm working, bro. I'm working. I'm working for that. You know, we watching sports all day, baby. That That's why you do what you do. But yeah, it's a good time to just sit down and, and watch, watch the best of the best. And we're in a very fascinating spot in NHL history, just littered with stars. Even even if, you know, the the likes of Marner and Matthews and McDavid and and Dreisaitl and whatnot are, are gone. And Crosby and Malkin. There's still so many stars, man. So many new faces. Oh man. Okay, so so this series right here. You got the Canucks and we got the Blues. We got the defending Stanley Cup champs. The the defending Stanley Cup champs that what? Didn't win a game? Didn't win a game in round one. But 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 they're the defending Stanley I Cup champs. Sure, definitely. A lot of people think the Canucks got this in the bag, and I get it. You know, a lot of people, a lot of people drinking green tea. I don't think there's a lot of people. I think the Canucks in general across the league are a sexy underdog pick. I talked about it on the quickie too, but people, you, you read all these outlets. A lot of people are picking the Canucks in the series, and I and I think they should be considered pretty big underdogs. To be honest, the reason why a lot of people like the Canucks though is because stylistically, I think they compared better to St. Louis, they're better against St. Louis than they'd be against like Vegas or Colorado. Like Vegas or Colorado in transition. They would just be absolutely dominate the Canucks. But the Blues, they're just a much better Minnesota Wild. And that's they're not this they play the same fucking way that Minnesota does. Oh, they clog man. up the neutral zone. They don't get a lot of chances. They're not necessarily gonna burn you on offense, but they're better than the Minnesota Wild. But the St. Louis teams they're not they're not they're they're not the fastest guys in the world, you know, they're not Vegas and Colorado. Yeah, they they're can not going be, up they and down. They're transition. not the most skilled team, blah, blah, blah. But I think they're just, I think it's just, it'd be naive for me to say they're just a better Minnesota Wild. Like, I don't watch a lot of Wild games. I don't watch a lot of Blues games. And I'm just not here to, I'm not here sitting but by that that opinion that they're just fucking the, the, the same team, just better. Maybe they're, no, definitely they're a different team. They're a different team. They just have better players all around. They are a better Maybe team, Maybe they're yeah. not the most highly skilled team. Maybe they don't play like Colorado, but they're not Minnesota. They're not Minnesota. Yeah. Minnesota sucks, bro. Yeah, no, and this is, why, this is why St. Louis should be favored. No, the Canucks yeah. were rightly favored in round one, and St. Louis should be favored in round two. They have better forward depth for sure. Yeah. They have way better defensive depth, and they arguably have the better goaltender. Okay. Like, they got advantages all across yeah, the board. Yeah, they, they do have I think the thing here there. the thing is it's the fucking playoffs it's 2020 Anything yo we just happen. saw Montreal beat Pittsburgh we just saw Chicago beat Edmonton yo crazy shit could happen and you know embrace the fake man this is the Nux Wisconsin network I but know. in all seriousness when you watch Elias Pedersen Quinn Hughes Brock Bester like they all played pretty fucking well in round one and what don't when you look at Pedersen and Hughes just think of how smart they are man like they are two of the smartest players in the game do you not think that they can figure it out when you get to the playoffs i think they're going to be dominant man i think they're going to actually figure it out they're two of the smartest players in the game and they're going to have challenges for sure they're going against a really stingy defense but i think if they make mistakes they're going to learn for it and move on like you look at hughes against the minnesota wild the guy had five fucking points in his last two games against the wild and it, in game four he was the reason that they came back 
in the third period when they were down 3-1. He gets the shot, Brandon Sutter tips it, goes in, and then he scores right away. Boom, just like that is 3-3, all because of Quinn fucking Hughes, baby. Trevor, man, I'm so sorry, man. I'm so sorry. It happened. I, I didn't think it was going to happen. I, I'm going to need your help, okay? I'm really going to need your help here. I was the leader of Embrace the Fake because I got it. This was supposed to be the stress-free time, right? The stress-free time. Slow it down. The stress-free time to watch sports, to watch your team compete in the dance. Because it's 2020, they're already giving you enough. The pressure should be off. It's 2020. Hope for the best, and if the worst happens, the team loses. Who cares? It's 2020. I thought it was going to bring me peace. No, you're, you're completely peace. right. Peace. But after watching that first-round series, and after seeing how the game looks, and most importantly, the feeling, bro, the feeling that I got after the Canucks won, I felt like myself again. And in doing so, life felt real again. And if that's the case... I'm leaning towards being more of a realist other than an optimist. And, and the embrace the fake thing and the best is going to happen. The Canucks, who knows? Why not? Elias Patterson, Quinn Hughes. That feeling is kind of just just not there anymore, man. It's because, man. It's because the Blues. Can this team really, really beat the St. Louis Blues? A team that, A team that won the Cup last year still looked good during the regular season. Better than the Canucks. By far. And can those Canucks who struggled against the Wild, not not struggle, but just didn't have an easy time with them. The Wild, the worst team in the dance. How much of a how much of a chance do they have? Yo, Trevor, man, I need help. The game's tomorrow. I don't want this feeling. It's 2020, bro. I just want to think they're gonna win the cup for the city. To be honest, man, if you don't feel it, don't force it. Let it happen. It has to happen. That feeling will come when they start winning, okay? Don't worry about it right now. Wow, thank you, bro. That's the best advice I've ever gotten. Just don't worry about it. I like how you didn't tell me to pick a side. You said let it happen. And I also read in a, in a Phil Jackson book, uh, 11 Rings or something, he talks about that. Like sometimes, why do you have to uh, deal with how you're feeling in that moment? Why not just let it flush out of your system? Yeah, I think and so. So, so, so. So many of us react in the moment to something. And we get so worked up about it. But, yo, just let, let it happen, man. Let it if happen. If you know, start stuff with the Canucks, you're hey. not believing, let hey. it happen, man. You know what? I've always you said this. You can't control it. I've always said this, and I stand by it. If my people, my people, my city, they prove me wrong, so be it. Prove me wrong all the time, please. Please. Want the best. Yes, want the best for the people in the city. A hey, Vancouver, more car flags. Uh, I've said this many times to a lot of people who, who don't watch hockey and, and have an appreciation for the city. They are, they are not, they, they don't know how Vancouver really is, you know? And it's been a long time since the city's feel, felt like this. And this is the one thing that, that really matters to the city. Really, really matters. So I think they're in for a surprise. Is it a first round matchup? Yes. If the Canucks win game one, I can't even put into words, you know? Can't even put into words what's going to happen to this city. Yeah, it, I think it's, it's, it's already different. We talked about it right off the hop, man, like how intelligent and how passionate yeah. the fans are in this market and the explosion of all the Canucks media that's happened in the past five years for a team that hasn't been in the fucking playoffs. Yeah, you know, man. it's been a long damn time, man. And just get excited, man. This Canucks team, they, they have some flaws for sure, but they have some serious, serious star power. And, and maybe I'll ask you this. I, I wrote about it uh, today for Daily Hive, uh, some of the, like the eight questions to look at going to the series. And 
I said that the star power with Pedersen, Besser, and Hughes versus O'Reilly, Tarasenko, and Petrangelo was a wash. Would you agree or disagree? And if not, who do you think has the advantage? I think by far and away, Quinn Hughes and Elias Pedersen are the the best players in this series, 100%. Yeah. But Smarter than O'Reilly and Petrangelo? Those are two pretty yeah. smart players at both ends. No, they're, they're, they got the experience. They're intelligent. They're great players. They're great players. Yo, it's... Those two, Quinn Hughes and Elias Patterson, at this stage and, and what they've already accomplished through four playing games, they're not that much more more valuable to, to the team or to the, to, to the success of their team's end than those two right there. Or even if you throw Tarasenko in there, they've got great players on the other side. They yeah. really do. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. So I get it. They have the most skilled players in the, in the dance, in the game, in the battle. But St. Louis has a lot of good players. And, and you know you brought it back to the, their intelligence and, and they've been there. That experience, they have that by that by miles, by miles, by miles. You know, when they played Minnesota, Eric Stahl had experience. And I know, and I know, he won a cup way back when, a long time ago. That doesn't matter. Guys like Parise, Suter, yeah, it's one thing to have longer runs, but they don't have what St. Louis has. That well, that championship. We look at experience. Minnesota. It's all it's all old news, man. Those, yeah. those guys aren't the same. St. Old Louis news. just won the fucking cup. Yeah, this is a, this is a it's a huge difference. You're totally right, man. But you know, it's I'm going nuts in seven this one. I'm, I'm believing that they can pull this off. I think Markstrom can be the better goalie. I don't think we've seen the best of Markstrom yet. I think the Canucks are going to find ways to score goals, and I think they can maybe just slightly, slightly outscore the St. Louis Blues by the end of this series. You know what, Vancouver? Okay, Canucks and six. Wow, that's a that's a flip right there, buddy. Hey, that's a flip. Hey, hey, Vancouver, that's the city right there, man. Hey, the the best, man, the best. Before we before this moment right now, were you going to pick St. Louis? Yeah, hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. I love it, man. Well, I love it. And break the fake, baby. And drink the green tea. And drink the damn green tea. Okay, all right. Next, let's let's go to the next one. This is a Western Conference team, um, the Vegas Golden Knights and the Chicago Blackhawks. And this is more of a stylistic thing. Like I just think these two teams are fucking exciting to watch. Yeah. To be honest, and I do think it's like a small story. Like, it, could Chicago actually do this? Because that would be fucked up. Like, if they actually did this, yo, that's <laughs> that's Undertaker shit and a half right yo, there. Yeah. If Chicago does this, they become one of the, the the more dangerous teams in this weird tournament. Where again, even though. Uh, I'm not feeling like this completely. Anything can happen. Anything can happen, right? Why can't it happen with Chicago, a team that's been there, done that? Why can't it happen with Chicago when, you know, after one series, Jonathan Taves looked like, you know, one of the better players in the NHL. He has three cups. He was one of the best players for sure. I think, you know, he had, he had the not? most points aside from Nugent Hopkins and McDavid in the entire play-in. Why not? By the way, shout out Quinn Hughes. Six fucking points in the play-in. Only four guys had more. He was nasty, fucking incredible, nasty, man. Nasty. But yeah, Jonathan Taves is one of the best for sure. Dominic Kubelik obviously at that five-point game. Yo, Chicago can score. Vegas can score. Vegas is a bit sloppy in the play-in too. Like they, they let a lot in a lot yeah, of games. The play-in just Lewis. didn't. The play-in was just weird, bro. It's, it felt as if you were watching ex exhibition games. Yeah, the round robin. I should say. Yeah, you're totally oh, yeah. right. Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. Yeah, the round okay. robin. I know, but yeah, you're right. And even in general, though, Vegas, they're kind of like a middle of the road team in terms of letting shots through. But man, I think Leonard could be a difference. Although I guess also a funny storyline: Will Chicago be able to exploit Leonard at all? I do think it's interesting that they picked Leonard. You know, you think that they would go with the old guy, Mark Fleury. You know, he's the leader, leader of the team. But you know, new coach there. I don't think he has that same loyalty anymore. So I think it was a good choice to go with Leonard, and I, I think he's going to play well. 
uh, as we're recording, it's uh, 2-1 Vegas towards the end of the second. So, um, But I actually have the Vegas Golden Knights in seven. I think the Chicago Blackhawks give them some trouble, give them a scare, but I think Vegas is going to pull it off. I think Vegas is going to pull it off. I, I bet against Chicago before, and I'm going to do it again. It's just too hard to believe. I Chicago, get the Chicago's got a lot factor. of flaws. It's just you, yeah, know, you just do. think they're going to rekindle some magic. Like That's, that's all, all it is. For. That's all it is. But if they do beat... Vegas and just getting to the second round. Yeah, if they get into the second round, who like you really gotta start asking yourself, who the fuck knows? And why the fuck not? Yeah, no, if they beat Vegas, I think Vegas is still the best team in the Western Conference. Yeah. It's Vegas, Colorado, and I think it's a pretty sizable gap before St. Louis, to be honest. Those two teams are the top dogs right no, now. My guy's the most Vancouver he's ever been in a long time, man. Just talking mad shit about the St. Louis Blues. I know they don't they didn't look at it at all. I know, I know, I know. And this is so much more different than what they went through last year. It's a bit of a, a watered-down version of something that was so brilliant. I get why you could assume that, you know, they're going to they're gonna put their foot off the gas pedal just a bit. But they're still the defending Stanley Cup champs. I don't know. Just something about them. Yeah, they, they deserve a bit more love probably yeah, for sure. You, but you, you, just, you just love I said they're, I said they're a good team. I said Canucks in seven. It's, it's going to be a hell of a series, <laughs> I think, and I hope. I'm pretty damn sure it's going to be an awesome Yo, it's going to be nice, right? Just, just drinking some beers and just feeling... Again, feeling right, yo. Feeling right. Yeah, it's Straight a good time, up. man. It's a good time. So how, how many games do you pick Vegas in? I would say Vegas in, in five. Vegas in five, yeah. No, that's, that's probably a good pick. Uh, again, they're leading right now. But that doesn't matter because by the time you listen to this, it'll be long said and done. Okay, I'm in the, I'm in the bottom half now. Uh, another Eastern Conference series here, Washington and the New York Islanders. I do think the the coaching thing is definitely the most intriguing thing here. Oh, yeah. For sure, because the I Islanders are kind of a dog shit team. You know, I, know I hope I pay- Trotz wins. I, I kind of want Trotz to win too, but I also would rather see Ovechkin and the Capitals go further. Honestly, stylistically, wow. like fuck Columbus and fuck the Islanders. Like they're kind of boring teams to watch. Wow, Even though fuck dude. St. Louis, let's get the Canucks in there. Fun hockey, man. Dude, come on, come on. Okay, we got Matthew Barzell, BC Bud. But the Islanders West don't Coast, play exciting hockey. West can't Coast say, bias. If you want to watch a team, you're not saying, I'm going to watch the fucking New York Islanders. No one says that, man. The Matthew, Islanders fans Matthew wouldn't Barzell, even say that. if you're listening to this, Okay, West Coast bias on Silky and Filthy. You're home for puck talk and bullshit. Of course, I'm going for the Islanders. And let's be real. Let's be honest. Barry Trotz got fucked. He did get fucked. He got shoved out the door and he won them a fucking cup. I I do hope he wins. I get that the bridge was burned down before he won the cup. You know, nothing was going to change. Yeah. He wasn't coming back. But after winning a cup, if you're Ted Leonis, that's his name, right? Yeah, Ted Leonis, I think. Okay, so... (laughs) It is what it is. P- puck talking bullshit. If you're that dude, the owner of the Capitals, I'm literally bringing a blank check and saying, yo, I, I know, I know we thought we can get, couldn't get something done before, but what you just did for this city, for this organization that's been through hell, well, not hell, but just, just disappointment. A lot yeah, of disappointment. Lot of Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And I was wrong. Yeah, it was obviously long said and done, man. But you know what? Onwards and upwards. Again, I would kind of rather see the Capitals win just because I want to see Ovechkin go on a run, man. Like, you know, this guy is 34, 35. He's still incredible. I want to see good players. I want to see good hockey. But I do think Trotz kind of has an advantage here. And not just that, but the Islanders just, they play, they're playing really fucking well, man. They're not at the end of the regular season, but their style of play just works in the playoffs. Matthew Barzell, go do it, man. Yeah, he had a sick goal against Florida yeah, at the end of the play in there. That was a, a sweet tally. And they, Sometimes that's all it takes, you know? But they just have, some, they like have so many underrated players that are actually really damn good, like Devin Taves and Ryan Pulak yeah. and uh, Brock Nelson, Josh Bailey. Like these are all actually like really just really solid NHLers. Is that what the uh, fancy stats say? 
Yeah, well, no, I don't even think the fancy stats today, man. Just me watching them, honestly. Like, they're actually just smart fucking hockey players. Oh, shit. I got to pull something up. But, yeah, you keep talking. We got to react to this before we get out of here. Oh, I guess so. I guess so, eh? Uh, yeah. wh wh who are you picking in the series? You're picking Washington and the Islanders? I'm picking Islanders, man. BC Bud, Matthew Barzell. Come Holy on, man. Shit. West Coast, let's go. Best Coast. All right, how many games? Come on, man. How many games, man? In seven. In seven? Yeah, oh, we're shit. going all the way. The game seven comeback, man. All right, I'm going to go to number six now. It's the Colorado Avalanche and Arizona Coyotes. And, man, when I think of, like, storylines for this for this series, I'm thinking Taylor Hall, future Colorado Avalanche forward, you know? Like, I just see this guy. Yeah, me too. Colorado, I mean, the well, way— Well, I, I don't see it. Honestly, I don't. I don't. Because oh, I think— such a good fit, though, man. It, it, they have the cash Because they have space. the money, they have the cash space. If it's a short-term deal, where I feel as if— they, maybe that's they have the mentality. Option. They we're we're going to find out. Yeah, they have the option to move on when guys like Bowen Byram and... and, and who, do they have Newhook as well? Uh, yeah, Colorado has Newhook, yeah. Those guys, you no. know, are, are off those... Newhook might be in Vegas. No, no, I think... No, he's no, no, in he's in Colorado. He's in Colorado. So, yeah, you know, bad. those guys are coming into the fold next season. Then you got Kale McCarr. They're all making ELC money. So if you can, if you can sign a deal with Hall within the time frame of th those deals being, being alive and well but ending at the same time, then I could see it happening. Cause I, I just see Joe Sackick believing in, in what's coming and just maybe, maybe saving that money for other, other places and just realizing that, okay, we got McKinnon, we got Ratton and we got Landis Gog, we got Kale McCarr. Oh, we also got these two other dudes who are going to make less than a million against this flat cap. And yeah, have faith, have faith and, and just be more strategic with, with the money instead of just spending it all on, on Taylor Hall. Yeah, again, I think it has to be a short-term deal, right? Yeah. Taylor Hall would have to take a pay cut in a short-term deal. And we haven't seen a lot of players do it, but it just seems in this world where there's no one's going to have cap space. Like, Taylor Hall is not going to get the money that he really thought he was going to get before. And let's be honest, does he deserve it? Yeah, but the other question is, do you think Taylor Hall is one of these cursed players? Like, will he just never <laughs> get there, you know? Oh, He's been in the league for like 10 years, yo. He was drafted in 2009. We're talking about a guy who's been in hockey for a long fucking time. I don't and think he's much, cursed. This is his... This is his sixth playoff game coming up this week. His sixth career playoff game in a fucking decade. First overall pick. Damn, you know? damn. That's crazy. Damn, man. Yo, Arizona has no chance here. I have, Maybe Taylor Hall will will take a pay cut to go to Colorado next season because he sees how good that team is. Because I 100% see that happening. I have Colorado sweeping the Coyotes. I have them five. You have them five? five? Yeah. I, I, You know what? The Coyotes... Even against Nashville, they didn't play that good. Like, literally just Darcy Kemper making, like, a fucking shit ton of And goaltenders of can do a lot. You, you never know. But they are playing Colorado. That's just a stacked team. A stacked yeah. team that's going to get even more stacked. They are the, they are so fucking scary, bro. Yeah. And, and Nathan McKinnon, he's always on. Always fucking on, bro. Yeah, he's incredible. And, and now something's in front of him. It's closer. Bro, yeah. bro, 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 bro. I think Kale McCarr is yeah. sick as fuck too. I think man. this is just like a quick congratulations to the Coyotes for making it to the playoffs, <laughs> and you're going to be out pretty quick here. Straight up, straight up. I think up. they have absolutely no chance. Uh, this this would be the biggest shocker, the biggest upset if Arizona could pull this off. Oh, 100 percent. I think you can almost make an argument for any other series, but this one, I just look at them like, holy shit. Um, well, actually, the next one too. Let's go to number seven, Philly and Philly and Montreal. Do you think Montreal has any chance? I mean, no, just, no chance. I think no they just chance. beat Pittsburgh. Like, I think they definitely have a chance. I don't quite have the Nats to pick them, but I think they have a fucking chance. Man, it's just so hard to believe that that... Yo, like I said, bro, this feels too real now. It feels too real. Even after seeing this this upset, Montreal, the, the 23rd best team in the dance when it all started, 
getting it done against Pittsburgh. E- even after seeing that, I just I just can't see it happen again. I, I, what? No way. No way. How much better bro. is Philly than Pittsburgh? A, I, a lot better. They're really, on a roll eh? right now. They're on a roll right now. They've been pretty much unstoppable in their last 25 games. I think Philly's just one of those super confusing teams, man. I think they're getting a lot of love right now. I almost think they're getting a bit too much love, to be Ooh. honest. I'm not saying they're a shit team. Like they're, I, I, Again, I made a quickie episode about it a couple weeks ago. They're one of those teams that I could see going to the cup final, and I could see them being bounced in, in round one. I just think they're unpredictable. What do you call one of those teams? Who knows? Unpredictable? Well, no, I real talk. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> one of those who know teams. The who know teams. Yeah, that's exactly what the Philadelphia straight Flyers up, are. Straight up. I, I mean, I do think like top to bottom, they're better than Montreal. But man, oh, Montreal just down. has this. They they play the game really well for today's NHL. They're good defensively for the most part. And they play really fast. And they're good at getting pucks to the net. Like they're definitely. Uh, they say they're, they're a, a well-coached team. team. A well-coached team. But I think they just got young legs who are who are smart. Like they're not Ooh, necessarily superstars. Young legs, man. Young legs. Speaking of that, man, that just that brought me somewhere, man. Where's the little button at, man? We need a producer, man. Look at this. Hey, there's a bullshit. Okay. <laughs> okay. Young legs, bro. I'm so out of shape, man. I'm so out of shape, bro. This 27 year old body is not the same, bro. I work out light, light. For 45 minutes. I'm I'm feeling it, bro. I just I don't deserve that. Crazy, crazy, man. Crazy. Young legs, man. I guess. Yeah, that's why you've been wearing the bag of your coats lately. Like, yo, it's summertime, man. Where are the arms at? Um, I'm done. There's no such thing as arms anymore, bro. No such thing. Oh, you got bigger arms than me, man. You can't say that. Like that, ah, that man. makes me you just make me I'm now done, you're just making bro. me feel like I'm shit, done, man. Bro. We just hype the Canucks. Do, we just picked the Canucks against St. Louis. Do, man? Now you're making me feel all insecure about my my little. What do I do? Will I get it back, Trevor? Arms. Will I get it back, Trevor? Uh, of course, man. Of course you will. Why I'm not? just looking out the window and thinking about my life. Will I get it back? You know, flex two point seven six. Flex Bowen, man. One? Come on, man. Come on. Will I get it back? Who knows, man? Who knows? It's coming back. Probably after the playoffs, though. Actually, no, it's a great time to work out. Like, I love working out. I work out from home, to be honest. P90X. I, I, yeah, P90X. I, I check in some other stuff sometimes. Got my own little routines, but I'm more toning than building muscle, man. Ooh, That's all it is. That's and all eating it is. good. Eating good. There's so many things that you could do to help the body out, especially at this this age of 27, bro. I'm just telling yeah. you, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. I'm getting old, but I, I'm still loving life, yo. Growing is beautiful. Aging is beautiful. It's part of life. A, a fortunate life. Fortunate life, man. Straight up. Okay, so I got Philly in six. Who do you got? I got Philly in six as well. Let's do that. Oh, man. I, I almost want to have the Nats pick the Montreal Canadiens, but I, I don't. I just don't see that happening here. Coach V. I think, honestly, the Coach V effect is a bit of a big thing for me, man. This guy, in the first year coaching the Rangers, he got the Rangers to the cup final. First year in Philly. Could the same thing happen? They, they're, sh- they're, they're showing that potential right now. When you look at the East, the East looks like a bit of a shit show. To be honest, Tampa should be the clear favorite, but man, they got a they got a big hurdle in Columbus to get past still. They really do. They really do. Damn, man. The East, man. All right. Okay. Well, yeah. Fuck the East, right? Okay. The last series, though, it's a Western Conference series, but it's the Calgary Flames, man. The <laughs> right? Fucking Flames. Go Dallas, the yo. Fucking Flames. Yeah, go Dallas. Even yeah. though Calgary won Game One, can can we spend some time on Lucic five game point streak? <laughs> sure, man. <laughs> it's, what uh, else you got to say? He's the Brandon Sutter for Calgary. He's Calgary's brand. He is. He is. Eh? You know, if he heard that, he'd actually walk into the studio and just deck <laughs> yeah. you. Yo, he'd deck you, bro. That's an, that's an offense. I, you know, Offensive I, thing to say, yo. I'd take it like a man because, to be honest, that's that's fair. That's no, you fair. take he it like your... a man because you have no chance. Oh, yeah. Still, like, it's better if he, he just still, knocks he still you run, out. You still run like a bitch, you know? Oh. I, I take it like a man. <laughs>
Oh, okay, okay. I, I hear you. I hear you. you, you I guess I got speedy little legs, man. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, all five foot nine, man. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't stand a chance. I'd be fucked. Um, oh, yeah, I want to ask you about Calgary too, because the, the the Flames and Jets were one of your series to watch in the play-in, and I think it was, a lot of that was because you talked about Matthew Kachuk. Like this is series. Do you have it as the the, the, the series that's going to be the most boring to watch? Or are you no, still like man, you got to watch Matthew Kachuk. What did he do today? He got into a fight. He fought Corey Perry. Yeah, that was pretty. That was interesting. Just, yeah. Why not? Why not? Because he's 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 just about that man. He's about that getting getting the people talking about something, getting his team riled up, and he was infamous. I guess you could say in the last series, right? You never know with that dude. You never know. Yeah. And he's always looking for the competitive advantage. He, he's just a team dude. You ne- you'll never know. We'll never know anything about that play. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Man, that, this is so unlikely, but a Canucks Flames series. Can you imagine that oh, happening? I love that. I love that. Um, the, I think the only way that would happen, I got to think about that in my head. It's so Vegas, one of Colorado or Vegas would have to be eliminated basically, right? Because then Calgary and Canucks would be the middle teams. Man. Damn. I hate Calgary, man. So we need a first round upset. You know what? I need the Flames to Here, win here's so we the, can get that here's, here's the best storyline path for the Canucks, okay? Let's just get real, real dreamy for a second. Man, let's say, do it. Say the Blackhawks upset Vegas. Colorado gets through. So Cal, it's Calgary, Vancouver in the middle. You know where I'm going with this, right? Yeah, Chicago yeah. pulls the other upset. <laughs> Chicago, Chicago, Vancouver conference final. Oh, That's man. the most fucked up story. Okay, we're going down a rabbit hole, man. We are. Let's get out of here. We are, but Enjoy. go, but, but oh, go oh, Calgary. Oh, oh. Go Calgary in this series. Oh, really? I'm going to say Calgary yeah. in seven because I, I kind of want to face them. Yeah, that, that would be a pretty sick story. We 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 need an upset, and honestly, Vegas and Colorado are the biggest favorites in my eyes. No, 100%. 100%. In, the, in, this, in the first round here. So. 100%. Okay, let, let, let's play this clip before we get out of here. Let, let's react to this. I, I heard the first 10 seconds, and I think that it is, is something that that would get us talking for a couple more minutes before right, we get man. out of here. This is off of the show Real Kipper at noon. And yeah, let, let's just let his co-host, Doug McClain, do the talking. I'm so sick of listening to this. Look, I like analytics. I like analytics. But I'm sorry. It had no impact on well, this series other than... Puck possession looks pretty good for the Leafs today, didn't it? Oh yeah, puck possession's great. As I said, puck possession's terrific, but if you can't have it, if you can't possess it within 15 feet of the net, what the hell's the good of it? If you have puck possession all over the ice, but you can't get it within 15 feet of the net, who gives a rat's ass about possession numbers? Woo! Woo! Okay, man. I didn't. I didn't watch the whole thing, but who gives a rat's ass, bro? I guarantee a rat's ass is an ugly, ugly thing, yo. That's a that's a bad ass. Yeah, no, that's a disgusting oh, ass, man. Fuck man. those rats. Oh, man. he came in. My guy came in, man. Holy shit, Doug McClain, dude. Yeah, you know what? At first, I kind of rolled my eyes. I'm like, oh, it's going to be one of these old white guys ranting about how analytics sucks. But, like, he's got a great point in, in the sense that, you know, Dubas has built this team towards exactly his vision. And it's a team that lacks that grit, that intensity. And these guys, just they just don't go to the net. They don't get dirty. They don't they don't push the net for those dirty goals. And, yeah, I, I don't know, man. At the same time, it's, it's again, it's so weird, man. 2020, the Leafs went to game five. And it's just. It's 2020. Yeah, it's, it's, 2020. it's crazy. But, yeah, no, it's, it's a good point. But Doug McClain, actually, I'm going to give him a bit of credit on that one. Look at that, right? What the like hell this. is the good of it? What the hell is the good of it? I, I'm, I'm going to use that now. I'm going to use that when I start getting mad. What the hell is the good of it? I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. Yo, he got mad, and, and I, I'm 
I'm okay with Doug McClain, you know, coming back and talking some hockey. If he's, if he's <laughs> start going off like that, fuck it, yo, that 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 shit's crazy. Yeah, to be honest, he he, he seems like a guy who's been in media for a long time. He's just trying to just sell dude, the take so hard, bro. You can see this dude smiling. Yeah, During his take, because yeah. he just feels himself. Oh, I'm going in here, boys. And I don't think he... He's gunning for the GM job for the Leafs. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That's hilarious. Doug okay. McLean, 2022 GM of your Toronto Maple Leafs. Oh, you heard man. it here first. Oh, man. Oh, on man. Silky and Philly. Okay, let's get out of here. Yeah, get out of here. Okay, <laughs> Doug McLean, GM of the Leafs. Fuck that. Enjoy some fucking playoff hockey. Go Canucks, go. Embrace the fucking fake. Ooh, and yeah, let's, we're, I'm going to be back here in the F-bomb, post. F-bomb, F-bomb, F-bomb. It's the Nux Viscotic Network, yo. <laughs> That's what it is, yo. That's what it is. Hey, Blake Price was on Power of the Towel. Silky and Filthy, you get that as well. You get the quickie. You get sipping on a 40. All with one swipe, one tap. Boom, bam, you make your hockey life a little bit better. What was the phrase before? Not not the phrase before, but we started off the episode with something nicer. But, hey, it is what it is. Maybe maybe it's not meant to be. Just just make your hockey life a little bit better. Get the network. Yeah, I feel like that's what you've always said, man. <laughs> I know, it's, I know. It's more true than it's ever fucking been. Hey, so let's go. Hey, hey, Dropping hey. the F-bombs. Yeah, okay, I'm back in the post-up studios tomorrow here in Burnaby uh, recording more. Uh, well, yeah, sipping on 40. <laughs> Post-game show for game one, Canucks Ooh. and Blues. I'm fucking stoked, man. Let's go. Go tune into more content on NuxBizConnect.com and on the NuxBizConnect podcast network. And we'll catch you clean bastards next time. Peace, 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 peace.